The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Support from this podcast comes from our friends over at Wicked Memories. Ladies, do you like candles? Do you not like buying them at ridiculous prices? Guys, are you sick of your apartment and your room smelling like feet all the time and want it to be a little bit more presentable for when your parents or ladies come over? This place has it all. 408 Oliver Street in North Tonawanda. Guys, I went to view their products. It's a combination of two stores, Melting Memories After Dark and Wickedly Handcrafted. And their products Oh, my God. They're so good. Um, Their Taste the Rainbow Artisan Soap, I've been using at my house. And some of the candles that they give smell so much like the actual product. Their Honeysuckle one is delicious. So go check them out. They have in-store deals every Saturday that you can only take advantage of there. Mention my name over there as well, and they'll be able to give some more support to this podcast. And who knows, they might even throw you a discount or two. Just mention me. Wink, wink. Check them out. 408 Oliver Street, North Tonawanda, New York. You can also view their website and on their Facebook page has the link to everything you could possibly need. Again, that is Wicked Memories, which is a combination of Melting Memories After Dark and Wickedly Handcrafted, 408 Oliver Street, North Tonawanda. Make your life smell nice. The one where the entire Justice League gets taken over and everyone turns into zombies. Oh, I can't remember which one that is. Yeah, there's art from that one, which is really cool. Uh, it's like Batman fighting off like a bunch of. It's that classic one with him like him like bashing someone and like a group of people are on his like are grabbing his legs. I'm such a asshole because I love comic books, but I can never remember certain storylines sometimes and like the name of what it and, is. And that's it's hard because then there you know there's so the, many there are the super popular ones, which is like the Nightfall series and like uh what else? Like in the Court of the Owls, um, Jason Todd's storyline. Death and the Family, uh, Death and which the family, they do a couple yes. of times. Uh, There's so many iconic storylines. Nightfall, then, Hush, yeah. which we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Like uh, just like iconic ones. Yeah, Long mm-hmm. Halloween. Long Halloween you know, is yeah. one of my favorites uh, ever. That one's amazing. I love – what was the one with uh, – I can't remember. It has like – it was by the same person – but the best way I can put it is the book is orange. <laughs> oh, do you know what I'm talking about? It, yes. And then it had like yes, it had like a Christmas Carol yes. thing to it, but with yes. the villains. Because um, oh, who was it? Like Mad Hatter, or someone was the villain in it. No, wasn't Mad. I think it was Mad Hatter was like the villain in one of those. No, no, it was Scarecrow. Scare- it was Scarecrow. I, yeah, I think it might have been. So like the first two uh, things of it, it was that. I can't remember what that story was. I know. I it's Who's gonna the author me. of Long Halloween? Um, again, this is another thing where I'm like, <laughs> oh, I should know. Uh, I should know what it is. Like this is this no, is like t- my comic book lore. <laughs> to be fair, I wouldn't know that either. 
we know we know strictly comic stuff. We don't know who the hell is writing this stuff for us. Yeah, exactly. Dark Victory. Dark Victory is the sequel Dark Victory to, to Long Halloween. That's um, right. It, no, wait, isn't that the one with Robin though? Yeah, I, I, I love that one. Yeah, I love that one. And that one was good because they did a good story or uh, a good job with the story. Of yeah, Dick that one has um, the they hangman really in it job. too. The hangman's like the the big. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I just love. So what was it? At the end of Dark Victory, the villains find the Batcave, mm. but then fucking Robin's there and fights them all off. Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale are who drawn by Tim Sale and written by Jeff Loeb. Okay, that's like. I need to start because people are going to start listening to these and think Jeff I'm an Lowe? asshole. Lobe, Lobe, L O E B, like an ear lobe, but like okay. it's backwards with that. By the way, welcome to episode forty-one of your average ordinary. <laughs> We've been going for about three minutes, and I think Ben picked up on it. I think um, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Antorez. Ben is back with me this week. Hello. This week we're super excited because it's kind of a holiday for us because there's a new Batman coming out this <laughs> Batman week. Batman Haunted Night. Sorry. Haunted Night. Batman Haunted Night. Haunted Night is yes. the one that's Christmas Carol style. That's right. Yes. That's the one. Because I, I feel like I've, at times growing up, I just like every holiday or birthday, it was so easy shopping for you because I was just <laughs> like, here's a new graphic novel. That you can yep. hold on to. Yeah. So I immediately Absolutely. got you started on all these good ones, and now neither of us can remember like, I know, what the right? hell we read or <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, it's either that or you get me a signed one, and I want to read it, but like I don't even want to touch it. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like that's too valuable, you know? No, exactly. <laughs> but this is um, – I'm, I'm a big nerd. I'm a big old nerd. I, I, I think that that's been established multiple times oh, on yes. this podcast. Of course, of course. Um, and uh, I do a lot of Spider-Man talk a lot of the time, but Batman will always be my number one yeah. um, number one hero, yep. anti-hero, vigilante, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call him. Um, the whole family will always be great. Growing up with that was cool because, you know, you could – you saw an age where mm. I can't be Batman, but I can be Robin for sure. Oh, hell if yeah. I, if I wanted to do something yeah, like hell that. Yeah. You could even be Nightwing, I would say. Yeah. If you, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But Batman's always been ingrained, it ingrained in me because, you know, I grew up at the time where the animated series was <sighs> going on the air. Notch. So, with that Mwah. being your first exposure to superheroes, how could you not fall How in love How could with you that? not? And see, here's what's cool is you. we grew up with some of that. Yeah. But what me and John really grew up with was Justice League. Justice League Watching and Batman that Beyond. Every movie. Yeah, you and guys Batman got a Beyond. lot of Batman Beyond. Those were so good. So all we really saw of the Batman animated series was what we had on tape mm-hmm. at the time, you know? So – Oh, those were the days. They were, yeah. Oh, my God. I remember rushing down every morning just to watch Justice League, and oh, I miss those days. Me too. There's such an innocence to that I time. know. Like, I know. Knowing really knowing it's never going to come back is really hard, but, oh, I know. It's, but you know what? You got to make the most of every single mm. day. Every, especially this week has been just insane with the news coming out of the world oh, and coming yeah. out of the Ukraine. And, yeah, yeah. You know, we we need love more than ever right now. And we I need agree. To be praying for um, those families affected and doing everything we can for them. And like, nation's got to intervene. Man. I know. They just this. Yeah. This is this is crazy. It, it's insane. Yeah, I know. 
But, you know, there there are positive things. That's why we come here every Saturday. That's why we, you know, do our thing exactly. and talk so much yeah. shit. <laughs> um, what's been going on? How's your week been? Other it's than... been good. I've, you know, like I was telling you, just working on that scaffold is breaking my back. Oh, my God, you know? yeah. It's just, it's exhausting. More power to it, you. It's good. It's good, though. Um, yesterday I was on the wall actually mudding and stuff, getting some experience in uh browning the wall and uh, so what i do is drive it it's a outside insulation Mm. and you put styrofoam around the walls it's like microfiber styrofoam Mm -hmm. and then you mud it with uh like a pretty much like a concrete mixture sure and then you put a finish over that Mm. and what that's what gives it its color and everything so all those things that kind of look like a big slab of brick mm-hmm. that's most of the time that's drive it and it's actually oh. just styrofoam and it has like cement over it interesting yeah it's really cool but um i got some experience browning which was really cool um i it wasn't the fact that it was really cool it's the fact that i you know i was just moving so quick and just you know trying to do my thing and all of a sudden you know it would be break time or lunch time i'd be like Holy shit, like that was fast, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's weird how that goes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you find something good like that to occupy yourself, it can be nice because the day just flies by. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But other than that, it's, you know, I get home, I either pass out right away or <laughs> I hop on video games for a bit. So, yeah. You know. Nothing big. What about you? How's work been? Uh, I was on break this week, actually. Oh, which yes, really nice. that's right. I, that's I right. you know what? I wanted to do, like, some extra work and, like, just go out and make some extra money and stuff like that. Mm. But the first day I kind of realized that I just needed to calm down because I've also been putting myself through a lot of mental stress. Okay. Yeah. Which isn't good. And I just needed to take some time and reset. Um, but it was nice. I, you know, I had to, I've been going through some growth with certain things that kind of okay. say it started last year, like the end of last year, and it's kind of been continuing through things. Okay. And I think I finally figured uh, a lot out about myself through it mm-hmm. and what I want from certain people in my life and such like that. You know, that yeah. it just it comes and goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, But, you know, sometimes you just grow you up a, and yeah. you have to leave certain people behind and it really, really sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It does suck. I I absolutely agree. That's, you know, that's that's one of the tougher things to do. You know, especially yeah. if you care about you know that person a lot. And, mm-hmm. and I know. do, and I do, and I always will. And like the people involved, because I'm actually going through that in a couple of different situations right now. It's oh no like, way! Oh. It's crazy. But like you know, when it rains, it pours. It's just always yeah, how it happens. yeah, it is. Um, but like it. it it sucks because you love the people and you really want them in your life. And uh, I tend to, because of, you know, the stupid positivity quirks that I have within me, I, I try <laughs> to look at the good and not the bad. And sometimes you got to look oh, yeah. at the bad within the situations and recognize yeah. that toxicity isn't good when it comes mm-hmm. to certain things. So, you know, it that, that kind of, I worked all that out this week. Uh, I... Got to like catch up on a lot of video games. I was telling you, I'm busting awesome. out Fortnite again. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's something I've talked about on this podcast doing for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I actually went from having one win overall in the game ever to busting out nine this week. So bringing (sighs) me to 10 total, including one this morning, which I was like... <laughs> so pee. I was so peeved all yesterday because yeah. I played a bunch yesterday and I couldn't get anything yeah. done. And uh, I think Thursday was the same. Thursday I just kept yeah. getting really close and making stupid decisions. I get that. Yeah, it, you know, and that happens. You, it you does. Gotta, you got to take it with that sometimes. Um, have you been? So you've been playing with the new update and everything. With, yes. Have you gotten Drake's map yet? Yeah. Oh, Dude, my God. That's, that's incredible. That's my favorite thing Isn't to get. It? Yeah. It's, it's my so good. Thing. So I meant to tell you this earlier. So I know you don't really like the MK, mm-hmm. but if you get the gold MK. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's a monster. It's so good. It's like butter. Well, it's not it. like that I, I don't mind using it, but it depends on I'm such a loadout dependent person because I need uh, short, medium, long and then sometimes I'll carry a special and I'll carry either shields or health. Some people choose okay. to carry both. I think that weighs you down and it doesn't leave enough room for spots. And if you get in a shootout, chances are they're going to have health on Okay, them. yeah. I, chances I always, are they just are. Yeah, like you can patch yourself point. up in some way. I always try to take at least two to three guns. That's a good, yeah. Yeah. Like the way you So this it. is, this is my, this would be my, uh, my like ideal loadout. Okay. Um, gold submachine gun. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, gold, probably gold MK if I'm using the, my short range one as, um, right, yeah. as my subby because, the ranger I tend to use more to short to mid range, mm-hmm. but I have made like a hundred and twenty meter shots with it before. <laughs> I've shit. I've killed people across the map. Wow! With the holy shit! Um, but um, if we're, if we're going that route, we have that. And then gold sniper. If I can put my hands oh, on it, okay. if I can't get a gold sniper, then we're doing a gold uh, fireball. Ah, yes. And then we're okay. keeping either web shooters or a flare gun on you. Mm-hmm. And you're, and then cool. either you're doing either a med spray, ideally, or yeah, shields. Med mist, yeah. yeah, the or med, the med it. mist is like, uh, it's OP. Oh, it's a lifesaver. It's so good. Even the chug juice. Sometimes if you could throw down chug juice and just oh, run yeah. for a second, that can be mm-hmm. the whole difference. In I the love, game. I love, um, what is it? Shield kegs. They mm-hmm. can, but the thing about those, they can either make you or break you. If the enemy gets close enough, they'll start shielding up too. So it's like, fuck, you know, I got to make this quick. So this is the thing I really love about Fortnite mm-hmm. that I've noticed so far. And I think Apex is also the same way from what I've heard from it. Um, when I played Warzone, mm-hmm. they, the updates were barely updates Existent, on the fucking yeah. game. Yeah. There was, there was nothing. Like well, they, they, they uh, didn't do anything. And then yeah. when they did, they took out two of my favorite places. <laughs> So my whole squad was left without places yeah. to jump. And then, you know, they do that whole thing all the time where they're like, oh, we're going to cycle between quads, trios, and duos for resurgence. And we're not – and, like, you're not going to have the same options every time. It's going to yeah. change week to week. What the fuck? Why would you do that? So that we're forced dumb, to yeah. play a battle royale with our squad. And then – 
Vanguard came out, and for a while they had it that all of a sudden you could only use Vanguard weapons for certain That's things. That's right. I forgot they did that. Why would you do that? They, yeah. they changed it almost immediately because there was such a big backlash from mm. it. But, like, also that map barely changed. There was there 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 was not a lot of difference within that. It was the same shit. Oh my it was God. the same shit within it. Yeah. And um when I came back to Fortnite, when I first started playing Fortnite, it was in its like probably, well, like, first probably or in its second prime. season. Yeah. yeah. I I had just started working at Panera, so what was it? That was I, a while ago, uh, for sure. Maybe yeah. so. I, when did the game come out? 2017, 2018? Probably 20... 2016, maybe even. Hang on. I would say no. No, I can tell it didn't you the exact year right now. Uh, let's see. 18. 2018 is when I was playing it. So it was probably about okay. four years ago. Four years ago, I really got back into it and I was playing it. It was also when I was like. Just starting to work at Panera, I was at Remington, and I didn't have a lot of hours, so I'd be sitting around most days, so, you know, diving into Fortnite. Yeah. And um, the updates from then to now, it's a totally different game. 2018? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a a totally different game with, like... It's totally With, different. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's got it's gotten much better. There are, mm-hmm. there are great elements they've added to it. They change yeah. up certain weapons every month. They have new added items. They have yeah. I you know, with Spider Man, they put the Daily Bugle mm-hmm. in there. The skins are cool. Like, yeah, I wish I had played at the time when they had added Gotham City to it. That oh my cool god, that would have been amazing. You know, they had the grappling hook, which is cool. It's a special weapon, and then they had like a battering bomb. Yeah. That was cool. I, I, do, I wish I could have got Batman skin. I, I know. Gotta, it, I gotta get it. You know, it's not the best Batman skin, but I saw it and I was like, it's fucking Batman. Right. I'm getting it. You know, <laughs> I have to get the skin. Yeah, it looks very Batman versus Superman y, but I'll take it. <laughs> it does, yeah. It is what it is. I See, I wanted to do that and then get Wonder Woman's wings mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, float down as Batman with a smirk on my face. Yeah. But it's cool. Like, I, I like the elements in it. I like oh, that absolutely. it levels up with you mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Um, I've just been having a field coming from Warzone and the, mm. the combat style in Warzone to this it is, has just been a field day. Yeah, for me. absolutely. I and, love and wiping really... out locations and just <laughs> or just rolling up while two people are fighting and killing both of them. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite thing. To oh, do. yeah. And I always kill the one that's like getting fired on. I I kill the one that can't see me first mm-hmm. and save the one that can see me. So I'm like, oh, I did the shittiest no, move to yeah. someone the other day. I did the shittiest move. So I had bandages on me. Okay. I got in a shootout with somebody, and I had them. And I was dodging shots in front of the person. And then I threw out bandages in front of me like, you're going to need these. And then shot them up. Oh, my God. That's just mean. Holy shit. Just flexing like, whoop. (laughs) Real quick. That's funny. <laughs> but it's but it's great. Um I like how you drop and then the storm forms. That was a big problem I started yeah. having with Warzone towards the end is it's like, well, you're either forced into the safe spot or you have five seconds to gather shit yeah. and then it goes. Mm-hmm. Um you it, can you can survive in the storm decently. Yeah. 
Like you yeah. can get caught in there and be okay mm-hmm. if you wait too long. Like I can't You're say fine. I haven't yeah. died in that. There was a time I was stuck in the storm for like what was it? And so I was in the storm, and then it started closing again, and I was still in the storm, and I was like halfway across the map. I have a video of this. I, I literally, so I started out with three. What was it? Three uh, full med kits, Mm -hmm. and then uh, medvist. I think. I was driving, 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 uh, and I would stop, get out. Um, use a med kit, drive, stop, get out, use a med kit. I went through all of them, and I got into the ring with two health left. Two health. That's the best. I could not believe it. I I thought I was done for. Well, that's where that madness comes in so nice. Yeah, that madness is so nice. I also, I was just thinking of a sequence I had the other day, too. Oh, okay. Oh, Recently, my favorite thing to do has been killing people in cars that drive up on me because it's so much easier to do than in war zone. Yeah, like yeah. Way, easier, way easier, way easier. And like mm-hmm. they make the mis- the mistake of getting out of the car every time because I'm like I'm either gonna blow you up, yeah, or I'm going to kill you when you get out of there. <laughs> it's just it's that's it's funny. inevitable. It's inevitable <laughs> that's go- that that's gonna happen. It's so, so funny. If you can't tell, I'm having an absolute no. Blast yeah, game. it's nice being able to win something too because it makes it oh, more fun. Yeah. Like knowing it's achievable and knowing you mm-hmm. can keep doing it, as opposed to like playing Warzone over and over again. Oh like, yeah. If you don't have a squad, you're like by the end I could only it was resurgence and I'm playing with my squad and that's the only way mm-hmm. I could I could bust it out because people either cheated. Yeah, in that game, that has the worst cheating yeah, I've ever it, seen. It in my has life. the worst cheating ever. It's like, what the hell? It's weird because, like, I feel like Warzone has the loosest policies, <laughs> and I feel like Fortnite has the strictest. Yeah, I've seen so kinda. many videos of people getting banned just from the system thinking that they're real, like that they're cheating when they're That's actually true. like yeah, really, really just, good. Yeah, and it's just like a flaw in the system. That that's crazy that to me happen. when people yeah. get, you know, kind of tagged for that. It's also because sometimes the other person will, you know, they'll call them out as a cheater. That's true. So it's like, what well, you know, that's not cool either. Mm-hmm. I understand how some people might think that, but you know, yeah, it's um, not cool. So that was cool. I caught up on that this week. Oh, and yeah. Then, nice. Uh, I also, I caught up on a couple movies, which was good. Nice. So, you didn't catch up on any animes, did you? No, I should have. <sighs> Damn. I'm so, no, I'm, no, no. I, I get it. It's tough to get that. into them. It is. It's, it's tough for me to just do anything, honestly. <laughs> it really just is. Um, I but I, uh, when, uh, whoa, what did I watch? Yeah, what well, Oh, I watched movies, the new, yeah. so I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. How was it? Oh, my God. A lot of people don't like it. Okay. I loved it. I thought it was great. Really? I thought that, um, I thought there was, there's a post credit scene that I thought tied a lot together and set a lot up for future movies, which I thought was really okay. good. I think people, people didn't like certain, certain changes from like the originals in it, but I thought it would, did so well with doing that. Okay. Yeah. And the violence in it was just, my God. God, that brutal! Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> the scariest movies to me are things that could actually happen in real life. So paranormal things don't bother me. If there's like, if it's 
Paranormal Activity. Uh, I think The Conjuring is one of the best scary movies ever, but I'm not even that scared when I watch that movie yeah, because I'm just like me and Casey watched the newest one and um, well, I wasn't that scared. the newest one those ones anything from two on is good like it's either yeah. pretty good to mediocre like that's that's the range that they have within them gotcha, the yeah. conjuring itself the original movie was so fucking good it was so good <laughs> um and it was just, it's the way it's shot. It's the story and knowing it's like real life events that yeah. did happen where you're like, huh, that is really like mm-hmm. weird and like, unexplainable. Fuck, yeah. And like, um, and some of the sequences are really cool. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. There's, oh my God, there's one so specifically it'll get me every time with, um, in, like the two girls rooms uh with this this figure they can't see but like the acting is so good in it that like <laughs> you yourself are just like picturing what he looks like and it's like oh that's okay. the stuff that's the worst is when you're creating your own image of that yeah but so those things don't scare me but like stuff that could really happen like the strangers mm-hmm. terrifies me um Halloween kind of is one of those movies where it's like because it's like real life killer kind of based and things yeah, like that. Yeah, the newest one was just bad. But but, but uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of those things that's just like always been like it's a fucking crazy dude with a chainsaw running around. Yeah, like just butchering everybody. Yeah. And they have oh my god, they have this one scene on a bus with him that just like. After it ends, I was like, okay, I I don't know how much more of this I can take. <laughs> Holy shit. It was that yeah, bad. I, and yeah. that. It, was, it was just that movie it was horrifying. Been, it was horrifying. Um, what is it? Well-received, I guess is the best yeah. way to put it. Yep, pretty yeah, much. It's always been well-received. So, so I should check that one new one out. We watched, uh, we watched that, and then um, I watched – we watched this movie called Antlers – uh, yesterday, Antlers. that's on HBO. Okay. Um, and it's about. Do you know uh, what a Wendigo is? Uh, not exactly. It's like a mythical deer creature. Is the best way. Is like the best way I can like, describe it. Like Princess Mononoke. Yeah, it's okay. in a sense. Um, it's based on Native American legend. So I'm pulling okay. up the. I'm pulling up the lore on it right now. But it's uh, like it's a spirit almost. So. Uh, when Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit which originates from the folklore of First Nations based in and around the East Coast forests of Canada, the Great Plains region of the United States, and the Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada, mm. uh, grouped in modern ethnology. Okay. Um, the Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics which possesses human beings. The Wendigo is uh, known to invoke feelings of um, insatiable greed and hunger, desire to cannibalize other humans, as well as the uh, propensity to uh, commit murder to those that fall under its influence. Um, So it's cool. So it's it's like kind of like this deer creature. Okay, Um, yeah. And it's like a super being, but you don't know that that's what it is at first. Um, and it was good. It wasn't. Okay. I didn't like it as much as Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Honestly, okay. I thought I thought Texas Chainsaw was much better. And um, 
You Sounds know, like you caught up on a lot of horror movies. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, it's weird because I saw a lot of people that like are casual horror film watchers that just didn't like oh, it. Oh, yes. But a lot of the people that I really trust with horror movies, like um, two two podcasts in particular, so Getting Scared Away with my friends Ricky and Rhiannon. They, oh, yes. I, I'm pretty sure they both liked it. If I If they didn't, then I'll retract that statement <laughs> yeah. next week. But they both liked it, and um, on our network, we have a, a podcast called Damn That yeah, Scary, Damn and, that's scary, and yeah. Micah from Damn That Scary really, really, really likes the movie. So, okay. like, those are two those are two opinions I, I very much trust in in that regard. Okay, um, and it kind of affirmed what I thought of it. I thought it was I thought it was fucked up. I thought it was <laughs> holy shit. Up. Maybe I'll check that out then. Yeah, oh, I, 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 if you want, you yeah. watch it during the daytime. <laughs> That's what I would say. Okay, gotcha. watch that shit in the daytime. Yeah, because Casey loves. So I like horror movies. It's just most of the time now I just find them cheesy. Yeah, you know I what get I that. mean. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it a watch though. I'll mm-hmm. let you know what I think. Yeah, yeah. If it, I could get through the bus scene. Yeah. I'll oh my see. god. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if you will, dude. Um. But yeah, it, that's. That's all just leading up to the new Batman this week. I'm way too excited for that movie. <laughs> so what, did you watch like the Dark Knight trilogy or anything like that? No, but you know what? I actually thought about watching two of the old ones today, two tomorrow, and then watching them, uh, watching the trilogy this week. Oh, okay. Before yeah. going and doing that, just to catch up on everything. Yeah. Um. But like I've kind of been reliving in the nostalgia of the old movies, which is really funny. I think, <laughs> I think this new era is great. I like the fact that they're going with a younger Batman. I think it, I think it's a good look. So or well, like a visibly younger yeah, one. Yeah. So do we know anything about this Batman? Is this supposed to be like he's been around for a while? Is he just starting out? Like, you know, I'm not sure. This? Yeah, I'm not sure where it's gonna end up. And I think. So I think from. I I recently watched um the church scene that they released from it. Right, yes, um, yes. Which just doubled my excitement for this movie because it's because <laughs> it's exactly what I'm picturing. And if you're not visibly like uncomfortable watching that, mm-hmm. that's like that's what they're going to try and do. This isn't this isn't like com- comic booky, like right, wham, bam, yeah. pow, Batman. Like we're not going there. We're yeah. not going to Justice League. Bat. This isn't. That's not what we're doing. No, yeah. This we're going to Gotham. We're, for the first yeah. time, we're going to Gotham. I, I get that. But yeah. from that, uh, from that trailer, when the woman's talking to him about certain things he could be doing for the city, I, it makes mm-hmm. me feel like he's still like kind of figuring shit out yeah a little bit with what he's doing so he's probably we're probably gonna see him also uh kind of linear with like the hits he takes from the villains i would say he's maybe a year or two in okay he's still learning a lot of like the shit yeah Uh, and just come back to gotham from um his world travels and you know learning everything he learned whether it was the league of shadows or if you're going the traditional sense he just went to all the different nations and learned how to fight right and it looks like this is his first time meeting catwoman as well too so so. it's got to be early on yeah it's got to be early i i think zoe kravitz is also a great choice for catwoman I th- I think yeah, Catwoman's yeah. a great start. I think the villains they're using to start, I think Riddler 
mm-hmm. Penguin and Catwoman are perfect. I've been screaming from the rooftops to use Riddler in a good way for years and years right. and years yeah, and years yeah. and years and years and years. Since before Dark Knight Rises even came out, I've mm-hmm. been screaming, please use the Riddler in the right way because he's one of the best Batman villains you could put out. Yeah. And how can you not be when the car pulls in and the guy comes out with the bomb strapped to his chest and an envelope on him? Mm-hmm. How does that shit, in the world we're living in today, how does that not make you feel uncomfortable? No, yeah. And how you're not mean. like, oh my God, this is like, this is real life threats mm-hmm. right now. Like these, yeah. And that's what he does. He's a terrorist. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a terrorist. Yeah, he does yes. terrorist type threats. And, and like, and perfect example of that is um, Arkham Knight. I want to say it happens in where he just puts random bombs in inmates' heads. Yep, yep. You know, yep. Like that's a perfect. Ex- and you have to figure out like which one it is so and sinister. get them not to die. Mm-hmm. So it's like holy shit. He does like, some that's terrible things in the yeah. comics. Yeah. Terrible. He really does. He really does. Uh, some really, really bad ones. He's there's a storyline. He steals four babies and he like puts them around town. He's like leaving clues as to where oh to find them. And once while it was a ping pong ball, and it's one of the scariest comic book sequences I've ever read. Really? Because they ended on that note. They literally like Batman's catching up and Riddler feeds the baby like a ping pong ball and the oh baby's my choking God. on it. So Batman does a tracheotomy right there. Yeah. To get it out of its Holy throat. Shit. It's 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 terrible. It's yeah. terrible. He does some horrible things. Man. And like I'm just so glad we're not getting the campy fucking bright stupid <laughs> hair fucking question marks all yeah, over the, yeah. with the matching cane. Like we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. Uh, I know what you mean. You yeah. don't need that. Well to be fair, you know, that's how the comics always did it. You know, he had the suit to go with it, the hat to go with it, you know. But he's stuff. like he's someone who will he'll either put you in a riddle or shoot you with a machine gun. He doesn't oh care. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's he's <laughs> The second most sinister villain in Batman, other than the Joker. And and I'll die on that hill. The second most sinister. Second most sinister. Hmm. I, I, say, I say that word specifically. Yeah. Sinister, goes, I would say. He goes after anyone and everybody for the smallest purposes. Ra's al Ghul has a plan for every attack he does, mm-hmm. right? He does. There's always a greater good for the League of Shadows, and that's why he's doing the things he does. Yeah. Cobblepot cares about money, right? That's Bane Cobblepot's. just wants to break Batman. Bane he just wants have to break Batman or to work for whoever he works for, or he's also in the terrorism category, Mr. Right? Freeze just wants to save Nora. To save Nora. Poison Ivy just wants to be left alone. <laughs> she wants to be left alone, and she wants to conserve the environment. Yes, and she wants to say, yeah. That's another, that's an eco-terrorist right there. Is she, like, she does Catwoman's things based on... lover. And she's a thief. Like, yeah, she's and just, she's just she's a, thief. a thief. She's yeah. in it for the she thrill. She doesn't care about she's it. She's yeah. a thrill seeker. That's what it is. So then you're left with Riddler as the second most sinister villain in Batman. Yeah, there aren't really any other villains that, like, just do crimes just because, like... Who else uh, is going to strap a bomb to someone like that in Batman? You tell me. Joker. That's yeah. the only other person. The only person I could think of maybe to do that is Two Face to get out of something. Out of something, yeah. maybe. But he, that's also, but there's even a that's motive a for anything. For two, yeah, say that he, he has a motive. The coin that's why. decides everything yeah. he does. Everything. Everything. Huh. 
yeah, there aren't really any other villains that are just like out to get the world. Yeah. Other than Riddler and Joker. Listen to the master, young Padawan. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Okay, so I I want your opinion on this. Mm -hmm. The other day, I had Blake and Tyler yelling at me, saying that DC is second rate and is not as good as Marvel. It's not right now. The comics, though? The comics are so... you They're way better. That's that's what we're talking. Tyler's saying DC in general is worse than Marvel. And I disagree with that. Heavily, because the DC storylines are way better. And here's here was my example too. Mm-hmm. I I asked him what DC comics has he read, and he said, you know, he read Green Lantern, Batman stuff, um, something. I think he said Green Arrow, something like that. And then I asked him, what did you read? That's Marvel, and he said Spider Man. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, you know, like that's 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 the thing. that's who everyone knows. You so know, here's... yeah, you have like cool characters like Thor and Captain America, but the most notable character is Spider Man. Everyone's reading his comic from Marvel, and that's that's the only thing anyone will ever say most of the time. It's just Spider Man. Here, so this is this is the advice I have with that, and this okay. is this is what I have to say towards that. If you know, you know. Yeah. That's that's, that's where we know we grew up on the DC animated shows. We yeah. grew up on the comics. We grew up on absorbing any form of media we could get mm-hmm. DC wise, right? Batman Beyond. That's Oh yeah. That's That's like okay, a show for the I'll ages. go on record. I'll go on record right now and say it even with Miles Morales right now. Batman Beyond is the greatest superhero spinoff that they have ever done. I would agree. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I would agree. No Spider-Man 2029 or Mm -hmm. 2099 or whatever they did. No no Spider-Man Morales. No Morales. Miles is a second. He's close second. Honestly, he is my new favorite Spider-Man. I love Peter Parker. He's fantastic. He's fantastic. But he doesn't beat Terry. He doesn't. Yeah, he he really doesn't. Terry's story is just, it's too good. It's the best. Yeah. It's too good. You have the old Batman leading a new Batman. Yeah. Exactly. The best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. The best combination of minds. And, and really, th- to think about it, there was no – the concept of the guy in the chair, not, it didn't come from there, but they definitely embraced it. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. It's just uh, – It's so, it's it's so in-depth and it was so well-written and because it's uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Timm, mm-hmm. you're, you're going gonna to be left with – a masterpiece. Yeah, and to see how how Bruce taught Terry. So, and, and here's the perfect example. Whenever I say that, and I always go back to this episode because I love it. There's an episode with Shreve, and, mm-hmm. and you know, like one of the best characters they ever made. He's so cool. He's he's um, so good. That he's he, a scary character. Yeah, he says that he's gonna you know destroy the entire Gotham City unless Batman comes out and unmasks himself oh, and, you know, ones. turns himself in. And, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do and Batman, and no, Bruce is like, because Barbara's saying the kid has to turn himself in and he's saying, the kid has done too much for the city. I'm not letting him turn himself in. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that's going to happen. And then what? 
Terry goes out and he has that conversation with a, Max, Max or something and like that. He passes by his old house afterwards. Yes, that's right. And he and goes he, to his and remembers, remembers why he did he it did in the it. first place. And then um, eventually he goes back to the Batcave in the Batman suit and everything, and he's ready to fight again. Mm. And he's talking to Bruce, and he looks at the he you know the computer it. screen and realizes like, oh my god, the you know the towers. That's how he's going to use mm-hmm. this to fucking destroy the place. And then he takes off, but um, what's his name? Shreve puts that uh, what was it? The English dialect changer oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He flips that back on, so he goes to tell Bruce, but it comes out as like. Fifth flap of Gorgon now. Yeah. And he's like, what? It's, it's like, kind of scary how well you just did that gibberish from the episode. <laughs> How'd you remember the specific gibberish I don't that know. they say? It, it was just so good. That episode is. Just I used so that amazing. episode for uh, inspiration for Koki when I did Koki. Really? Yeah, that was one of my inspirations for Alex. That, that's that a good episode. episode. Specifically. Yeah, that's um, a good one. I, and what uh, I know, Dad's favorite episode. And, you know. Here's how you know it's good. It impacted like people oh, older than us too. Oh, yeah, it impacted oh, you know, Dad's favorite episode is April Moon. April Moon. That one's such a good one too. And we have been saying forever we need we need live action Batman Beyond so badly. Mm-hmm. So badly. Maybe that's why I just want Robert Pattinson to play Terry. I I just want. I think he'd be a great Terry, but like I just. No, yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited for the Batman. I am, but I, I'm just afraid they would fuck Batman Beyond up. I, that's what I'm afraid. And so I looked at it like this: if they fuck the Batman, if they fuck Batman Beyond up, like really, like really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it would really suck, but. Just like with Avatar The Last Airbender, it would make us appreciate the cartoon more. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because then, you know, it, you would watch this movie and be like, oh, this is horrible. And and what happened with Avatar? People went back and watched that and were like, this show's amazing. I would feel maybe the same thing would happen to Batman Beyond. Yeah. You know, they would go back and be like, what did they do to the show? Right. You know? This was amazing. They should have left it alone. Yeah, I know. More more people really need to know about I that. No, it's so good. Yeah, because like it's every so episode. Good. In fact, my favorite episode of that show isn't even like a popular one at all. But for some reason, I just I loved it, and I loved the art in it, and I loved the whole concept of what everything. And it was just super dark. Earth Shapers. Earth Shapers. It's the one where those. Clay things are coming out of the ground, like those those rock oh, things. Oh my, yeah! And the guys, and the guy got buried in the chemicals, that and he's embedded into the ground. That's my favorite episode of Batman. I think I. my favorite one I've ever seen of that is um, when they wake up that um, that guy that loaded his memory into the computer. Oh yeah, that's a great and one too. And then he takes over the bat suit. Shoot, what's and that he one has called? To, um, and he has to use. I, I love it strictly because he he, he, he used, takes just it on his the own utility whim. belt. Yeah, the grabs utility the nightwing yes. mask. He grabs the nightwing mask. And he's like, "All right, I'm off. Let's do this." And it's like, "Oh my god!" And of course, it always proves it's him. 
not the fucking suit. That's my, it's him that's you know, doing this. It's weird because that's like my favorite version of superhero suits is like when they're doing just enough to yeah. like hide their face. Yeah. Like that. like that look for me, that's what I would do as a superhero <laughs> if I was gonna do something like I that. Get that. I'd have a yeah. few things Probably throw like a COVID style mask over <laughs> one half of my face, right. and that'd be that'd be it. That's all oh, you can yeah. see, like because it's just so simple. But it's like it shows that it's like it's the person. Mm-hmm. It's not what yeah. like Nightwing was always so cool like that because it was he very was really, like yeah. you could see most of his face except <laughs> for the eyes. I, like, I mm. liked that too. I I also feel like I like the full mask too. I do too. I but know. there, I I like features about. Each thing, yeah. There's certain styles of things mm-hmm. that I that I really really enjoy, um, but like something very something light was always the coolest. Yeah. For me. Like, I, I like, like Gambit was always one of the coolest X Men to me because of his outfit. He just had no yeah, mask, he, he, he had, had no, no whatsoever. It's more yeah. just street clothes, and he took the cards and mm-hmm. he just like started chucking. It, that's funny you say that because most of the time people f- prefer like Wolverine without his mask on. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but I like his I that. like his OG suit. That's why I'm, yeah I made that prediction that he's gonna have the OG suit in the new series they do. Whoever it ends up being or whatever oh, they end up doing, okay. he, he's gonna have the OG suit, and I think a lot of people are gonna be really upset. But I think that's the only no, way. yeah. I think yeah, that's the I only agree. way you could redo him. I think I right mentioned now. this to you. Um, do you know one time Hugh Jackman showed up? In the Wolverine outfit at yeah. like a Comic Con, yeah, oh, but so no, good. but no one knew it was him because he was too tall. Yeah, <laughs> yes. isn't that fun? That's that's just hilarious. That's to hilarious me. to me. It, like that. That's what we've been waiting for to see him in that costume forever, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, you're not him. You're too tall." <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, whatever. Can you imagine? I know, right? Oh that's god. oh my god. Okay. So I told you I had a surprise for you before this episode, and it's okay. funny because you kind of touched on something um, at the beginning of our conversation with Batman where you said, are you going to go back through and watch all these movies? Oh, okay. So I've been going through um, like all sorts of Batman stuff the past couple of days, okay. like just to get myself hyped up and like, you know, just kind of... Uh, you know, refresh myself with certain things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So last... In case you see, like, any references to things and stuff, yeah. So last week off the air, um, we were talking about things to do, and you had mentioned uh, a quiz at some point. And I was sitting, and I was thinking about uh, the meme quiz I did with Tyler, and I was like... Oh, yeah. I was like, ah, it was kind of lackluster. That that was a lot of fun, though. (laughs) I was like, I probably could have done more than that, right? I get it, yeah. So, uh... I uh, I went back through all my knowledge, and I oh, went and I boy. and I searched some articles and things like that. This is what I think it is, and I put together for you a really what I think is a pretty good and well thought out Batman quiz. Okay, and it's okay. five questions based on each major movie that we have. So you have thirty oh. thirty five questions in total. And then I have two bonus questions for you. Okay. So there's a potential to get 35 points. Okay. Right? Okay. So if you – so this is where it sweetens up, right? Okay. If you get between the 30 to 35 range on these questions. All right. 
I will buy you and Casey a pair of tickets to go see Batman. Oh, interesting. So, okay. So there are actual stakes in this one. Okay. There are actual For the stakes. first time in YAO history, we're Ooh, playing for an actual okay. prize. Okay. So you got to, but you got to get at least 30 questions. Yeah, at least 30 I'll, questions. I'll give you at least, so 29 and a half, so I'll give you the over. So 30, <laughs> okay. 30 or more. Yes. You can get. Okay. Um, but it's based on, um, so there's. Got to get my knowledge up. In each movie category, and some of it's based purely on, you know, you got to kind of guess certain things. Okay, yes, yeah. But some of it you'll be able to use some Batman knowledge for, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, so there's four multiple choice based on each movie and one true or false. Okay. So, again, potential for 35. Okay. So I'll keep your score right here, too. Okay. Okay. Question one. And we're so we're starting with to note we're starting in movie order so we're okay. doing the, the original so the first five are on Tim Burton's oh okay. okay oh wow okay Ooh, but okay. some of these so I know you haven't seen the yeah. old ones <laughs> in, a, in a long time so you don't yeah. so don't worry about certain things with this one okay I, I kind of made this one a little bit more open for you because okay. I know it's past your age range yeah it has been a while I've seen that movie no, such I a know. long time ago though okay. So question one. Okay. As development for Tim Burton's Batman began, studio executives were still married to the campiness portrayed in the 1960s show. In fact, CBS was the only studio that expressed interest and only if they could make a Batman film entitled what? A, Batman and Friends. B, Batman versus Michael Myers. <laughs> C, Batman in Outer Space. Or D, Batman the Musical. I'm, oh. One of these is a real title that they tried. Wow. Funding. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, for the movie? For for the movie. Okay. So they, the to kind of put that in layman's terms, the 1960s show was, you know, it was very pow, boom, like all Yeah, that was, uh, so was super, Adam West Funny yeah. Batman, right? So, okay. in, so instead of going a darker route, studios were still married to that idea. So I'm going to say A, Batman and Friends. Ooh, so we're starting off rough. You got the first oh, one wrong. I knew it could have okay. been that. What was that? It was C, Batman in Outer Space. <laughs> It seems so bizarre now with how successful Batman is to that they would want to go so campy, but that's what you got to remember. Batman in outer Batman space. Batman in outer space. No idea what the concept would have been, what they would have done, anything like that. I have, oh I have God, no that's, idea. That's just insane so okay. okay so you got no points so far right. but it's okay zero points that's, that's one off the board you just gotta you gotta tighten it up a if little we were bit. playing golf i'd be winning yeah exactly <laughs> okay question two okay the first draft of the batman script written by the legendary tom mankovich featured the involvement of more major gotham city characters including robin the penguin and which major crime boss Ooh. is it a salvatore moroni B, Carmine Falcone, C, Roland Daggett, or D, Rupert Thorne? I don't know, because, wait a minute. 
because Rupert Thorne was, as far as I know, he was. I, did they ever really take him past the comics? I don't think so. They never, they never put him in a major motion picture. But he, they, he might have been an idea for one. Shit. Hmm. Man, ah, oh, that's a good one. Uh, can I? Uh, Some of these I know you can, that you can work out in your. Head. Who is the second one again? So it's A. Yeah. Salvatore yeah. Moroni. Moroni. B. Carmine Falcone. That's right. Okay. okay. C. Roland Daggett. Or D. Rupert Thorne. Just, just real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was in in Batman Begins? Was it Maroni, or was that Falcone? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Maroni? I'm not sure. Ah, you fucker! Okay, okay. Oh my god! Okay. Go with your. I'm gut. gonna say Carmine Falcone. Oh, bad. Was it Maroni? It was Rupert Thorne. Oh, it was Rupert Thorne. It was Rupert Thorne. Carmine Falcone was in Batman Begins. Yeah, okay. And Sal Maroni was in Dark Knight. Oh, that's right. Okay. Roland Daggett, they only used So he was thinking of toying with Rupert Thorne. Yeah. Rupert Thorne was going to be one of the original Batmans in the first concept of, which I would have loved to see. That would have been really cool. I think it would have been really cool for them to put him in major media. See, I didn't think it was him because I think, you know, I only think of him in the comics and in the show. I've never seen him outside of that, Mm -hmm. you know? So, damn. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Start going with your gut. Okay. Because you, you ignored your gut on that. And I you did. knew it. I you really knew did. it. You knew that one. That was your first instinct, and yeah. I, know you, and I know that's what you wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, that was interesting. Okay, so Owen 2, but you're going to, regardless of whether we okay. get the major prize yes. or not, we're still going to work through it. Yes, we got okay. this. We got this. All right, so question three. Okay. Although Michael Keaton ultimately ended up with the role, many of Hollywood's biggest stars were considered for the role at the time. Which of the following actors was not considered for Batman at the time of production? Okay. Was it A, Bruce Willis, B, Bill Murray, C, Pierce Brosnan, or D, Harrison Ford? I'm going to say B, Bill Murray. That's the weird one, right? Yeah. Believe it or not, Bill Murray was once considered for God, the role of Batman. Damn it, really? Bruce Willis is the one that never was, and I think oh, it was I just was because say it was a Bruce Willis. Ben, what did I just tell you? Well, the, the thing is, that was the first one I heard, so I was like, okay, that's kind of a weird choice. But then I heard Bill Murray, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's no, right? weird. I, it's it's a weird one. Wow, but when I was the, really the website I read. They also said that they were like, yeah, we can't believe it <laughs> that he was ever. But they Holy they were going to tap him for that. Over Bruce Willis? Over Bruce Willis. Wow. All right. Wow. But Bruce, but Bruce Willis was like, I, I think he was past that time, too. I think he oh, really he? started hitting okay. the stride a little bit later yeah. than when they would have been producing those movies and stuff like that. Okay. All right. So let's go to the other side of the coin. We just did Batman casting choices right yes jack nicholson was the studio's first choice for the joker okay but not the only option which of the following musical superstars was considered at one time to play the joker was it a prince b david bowie c freddie mercury or d steven tyler 
that's interesting. Who's the second one again? David Bowie was B. Think of the time, too. So it came out in the 80s. I don't want to get this wrong. I think, I think I know it, but I don't want to get it wrong because if I'm, if I'm thinking right, he's also friends with Tim Burton, and that's how. No, wait a minute. No, no, that was something different. Okay, that's something different. I'm thinking about. Shit. I know you can get this one. I believe in you. Oh my god. See, I'm thinking Steven Tyler because of that stupid grin he has. <laughs> that would be fair. a really good Joker smile. I'm going to say, okay, can you read the choices one more time? I'm sorry. Is it A, Prince, B, David Bowie, C, Freddie Mercury, or D, Steven Tyler? Ah, <sighs> fuck. You can do it. I'm going to go with, um, uh, I don't want to get this wrong. Is it David Bowie? Ben. No! What the fuck was it? You are on the board. You got ah, a point. Thank you. David thank Bowie you. was thank at God. one time considered. Oh, thank God. I thought it was him, but I wasn't Joker. sure. Okay. Yes, David okay. Bowie was the musical guest that was in the running. Um, okay. Prince did a lot of the music for, oh, for okay. Batman. Yeah. And they. Well, who was. It? I want to say it was Tim Burton was friends with like Michael Keaton or something like that, and they did a movie before. They did Beetlejuice beforehand. Beetle, that's, that's, that's how Michael Keaton was, but they didn't they didn't originally tap him until um, until after kind of Beetlejuice, and okay. then he kind of. I, I think see. they figured it out after. Yeah, that. here's something crazy. I found out while researching. Okay. I want to know one of the actors they considered to play the Joker, and this could have changed history forever. Um, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Really? Really? I I always thought he would make a good Joker, but other people think he would suck as the Joker. I think... I think he'd do a good job. I think things happen for a reason, but... I think he would have done a great job, mm-hmm. and so, I so think, think of it's this. crazy that he could have ended up playing the Joker I know. and not Green Goblin. Yeah, I know, and that's exactly – now I'm thinking of – remember I showed you that video of like somewhere in an alternate universe? Mm-hmm. I, the perfect duo there would have been Willem Dafoe and Robert Downey Jr. as Batman. Mm-hmm. Think about that. That yeah. would have been like the perfect like – It could have been. Yeah. It really could have been. That would have been insane. That would have been wild. Wow. Another life, another universe. Yeah, another life. Holy shit. Cool. So you're on the board. We've got wow. one. We've got a point so far. Wow. You, David Woo. Bowie got you one. One point. Woo. All right. Uh, question, are we on question five? Five, yes. Yes, question five. Oh, I actually did six questions for this first one. That's okay. Okay. I lost track of how to count. So um, I missed three <laughs> so far. So you missed three so far. Um, We'll still give you 30, uh, 30 or above. You're still, yes, you're yes. still good with that. Okay. So you're, you're still, you've got a little bit of room, Whew. but you've got you to gotta be yeah, on it. I got to be on it with these movies. Damn. Okay. I should have brushed up on it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know this was happening. I know, yeah. Question five. As previously mentioned, Robin made an appearance in the early drafts of the Batman script. Okay. True or false, at one point early on, 
producers were heavily considering casting comedian Eddie Murphy for the role as Robin. False. That is true. Really? Can you believe that? But you got to think of the time period that we're in, too. We're in the 1980s where he's one of the biggest superstars. Yeah, he is a really big comedian. Wow. Yeah, but Holy because there's 30 qu- 36 questions now, you have legroom, plus we got those two bonus ones at the end. So okay, That yes. can put you over. Okay. So you're good. So kind of expect some of the unexpected with these ones. Yeah, wow. You know? That's, wow. These are based on some of, like, the crazy choices that, that is... like, that would have been so weird. <laughs> that would have been Yeah, seriously. So Eddie Murphy's Robin. Wow. Yeah. I, I was just thinking of him with the mascot and then the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Batman! Like just doing <laughs> stupid things like that. that would be oh my god, so stupid! All right, question six. As you can imagine, the first Batman movie was massive for its time. Of course. In fact, in its first ten days, Batman became the first movie to make this amount of money at the box office. Is it a ten million, b fifty million, c a hundred million, or d one billion? Think of the time period again and what could have been where cinema was at the time. What was the first one? It is A, 10 million, B, 50 million, C, 100 million, or D, 1 billion. Sorry, one more time? You're fine. I'm just trying to. 10 million, 50 million, 100 million, and 1 billion. Think of how much movies cost to make, first of all. Think of where we are. Yeah. Think of it. I'm going to say um, A. Ooh, bam. Really? It was $100 million it made at the box office. It was the wow, first that's a movie lot more than I expected. to make $100 million that they ever had. $100 million? Yeah. Because I thought Dark Knight Rises. Oh, no. But at the that's... time period, yeah. you got to think Batman, Tim Burton's Batman, was the yeah. first one to do that. I thought it would have been less money because he said things cost less. That's fair. That's fair. Damn. Okay, you're okay. We need to go wow. on a 31. Oh, we need to go yeah, on a 31 question streak. I got this. 31 question streak. Let's do this. To get the major prize. But if not, you know, you still get street cred for okay. whatever you end up doing. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to Batman Returns. The script itself Okay, was... I know this a little better. A little better. The script itself was inspired by two episodes of the 1960s TV show, which saw Penguin make a bid for mayor. However, the original version had Catwoman and Penguin teaming up to do what in the original script? A, search for buried treasure. B, murder Harvey Dent. C, rob the Gotham Bank. Or D, break the animals out of the Gotham Zoo. I'm going to say C, break into the Gotham Bank. This one, I could not believe they even put into existence. It is A, Search for Buried Treasure. You have got to be kidding me. That was a storyline? Why would they possibly do Buried that? Treasure? Oh, my God. Buried Treasure. That is so unlike Penguin. Why would <laughs> or they? Or Catwoman. I don't understand what they were thinking with the, with that original. Wow. But it's weird. What is that? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. So we have, right. uh, we can go on, you know, <laughs> it's 30 or above. 
No, we've yeah. gotten six wrong. We'll see. We can go on a thirty question streak, or we can afford to get two more wrong, and you've got to get the bonus ones, right? Okay, okay, that's what we got. Well, yeah, this we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. So let's face it, as actors, we can be a little bit critical of our performance. We can, right? yes, we can. But this major actor from the film, Batman Returns, claims that he has never once seen the final product of this movie. Is it A, Michelle Pfeiffer, B, Michael Keaton, C, Christopher Walken, or D, Danny DeVito? This one may surprise you a bit. I'm going to go with Danny DeVito. It is B, Michael (sighs) Keaton. Damn, I would... Michael Keaton has never seen the final product of Batman Returns. Of Batman Returns. Really? He revealed on Mark Maron's podcast what a loser. on an episode that he never saw it, and it's because he was doing a real estate deal that he needed a lot of money for, and he only did the movie so that he That's could right. afford the real estate deal. Wow. Isn't that wild? That's that's. Uh, I'm mad at Michael Keaton. Now. Right? I'm mad at him. Okay. Wow. We get no no wiggle room anymore. Uh, yeah, I have no wiggle room. <laughs> I gotta get. I thought I knew more about the older movies. No, Holy you're good. I'm, I'm also throwing trivia at you. That's very <laughs> different than like wow, b- than like the actual movie. Right, I'm giving yeah. you kind of like more facts about the movie, right? Like, behind the scenes, but I didn't want it to be. Wow. I wanted to be, it to be kind of different. No, not yeah. based on like Batman. Yeah, Nash. absolutely. Okay. Speaking of Danny DeVito, we were talking about him before. Yes. He definitely earned his paycheck in this movie. His makeup alone took two hours in the chair to get done. Not only that, but to create the iconic mucus that he's spewing throughout the movie, DeVito used a combination of red and green food coloring and what else? A, mouthwash, B, milk, C, C, jello, or D, baking soda. Uh, food coloring and something else. Something else. Thinking of something that would look mucusy or sound mucusy. Yeah, think of like the consistencies too, and what be as an actor what you could use. Sorry, read the choices off again. So you've got a mouthwash, b milk. C, Jello, or D, baking soda? I can't remember. Do we see the mucus? Yeah, he kind of like is, it's around his mouth like the whole movie. You just see like that kind of glop. (sighs) Oh my God. I want to go with my gut, but I don't know. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Uh, I'm going to say B, milk. It was A, mouthwash. What? Mouthwash? He mixed red and uh, green food coloring with mouthwash in order to get that like kind of dark consistency that you wow. see 
coming out of his wow. mouth that entire I movie. I would have never thought yeah. that. Wow. It's an interesting one. As an actor, I thought it's the cool milk, to think about. Yeah, I thought the milk, because that would at least mix well with the dyes. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think mouthwash would mix with the dyes. I know. Yeah, but milk, That's the consistency would probably be nastier, though. Yeah, I, that I, probably I, would be, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Mouthwash? All right, so we still only have Jeez. one point on the board. We need to get you some more points uh, on the board. No, oh my god! It's okay. It's okay. I'm failing miserably. <laughs> All right, true or false? One of the lines in the song "Riptide" by Vance Joy was inspired by Michelle Pfeiffer's performance in Batman Returns. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Do you know the song? Are you familiar? <laughs> no. Lately, coming down to the, the riptide, riptide. Okay. I don't, yeah, okay. So, are there choices for it? Nope, that's true or false. Oh, it's true or false? True or false. Oh, okay. That one of the li- lines in that song was inspired by her performance in Batman Returns. I'm going to say true. It is true. We Yay! got another Closest thing to okay. Michelle Pfeiffer that you've ever oh, seen. Oh, yes. That's yeah, based that's on, true. that's his image of her from Batman Returns. Oh, wow. That's what he said was like the hottest thing to him <laughs> as a kid was her in that outfit. <laughs> that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, we got we got two up there. Two points. We got, yes. Yeah, two out of ten so far. I so missed we're eight. Good. We're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> It's a hard quiz. I'm giving you a hard a quiz. quiz. Yeah. Okay. So question eleven. I was expecting questions about the movie. I know. Like I know act, you were. You know, like behind the scenes. I know. Damn. Uh, okay. So uh, question eleven. The iconic okay. last scene of this movie features a shot traveling upwards of the Gotham City skyline with a shot of the bat signal and Catwoman reappearing to confirm that she lived at the end of the movie. Okay. The shot was iconic, but at a price. How much did the final shot cost to film? A, 50,000, B, 100,000, C, 200,000, or D, 250,000? That's specific. Fuck, that last one is super specific. It threw off my choice. I'm going to go with my gut. Is it, um, I'm going to say... Um, two hundred thousand. It was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Oh my god! I knew it was too specific. That shot. Oh, I knew it. That shot alone cost two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Holy shit! Thousand. Damn! Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow, for one shot of a movie, that's wild. And then that you, and wild. then you, um, you know, I'll get to some of the things later on. But some of the things I like just learned while reading up on this stuff, I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> like that's that's, that's so that's weird, insane. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, I also read that uh, Tim Burton was originally scared of Christopher Walken. <laughs> he's like, "I don't want to cast him because he's cre- like he creeps me out." <laughs> that's funny. Mm. That is fun. Oh, my God. It's great. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So, well, me and Casey are buying our tickets. <laughs> yeah, you guys are buying but, your tickets yeah. at this point. Let's see what but, we do. Yeah, let's let, let's get some more points mm-hmm. on the board for you at least. And I feel like you're going to do a little bit better once we get to yeah. closer movies, even though it's still kind of like about the lore of the movies. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. 
All right, now we get a little weird. Okay. Quite a few things are featured in the movie Batman Forever. But one oh, very Batman. major Gotham City landmark makes its debut in this motion picture. What iconic landmark is this? A, the Gotham Bridge. B, Wayne Towers. C, Crime Alley. Or D, Arkham Asylum. I'm going to say C, Crime Alley. Ooh, so Crime Alley made an appearance in the 1989 Batman. Because if you remember, Joker is revealed who is being the original killer. Oh, so it yeah. Shows, it shows that so, scene in Crime Alley. Wait, what were the other choices? I, I know I got it wrong. I just want to yeah, see if fine. I can. So um, A, Gotham Bridge, B, Wayne Towers, C, Crime Alley, or D, Arkham Asylum. I can't remember if Arkham Asylum was in Batman or not. Um, I'm going to say Gotham Bridge. It was Arkham Asylum. It was Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Asylum makes its first appearance in Batman Return in huh. Batman Forever. Batman Forever is when it did its first. Okay. First appearance within the franchise. I couldn't remember if they hadn't Well, Joker dies in uh in the original Batman right. movie and then Penguin dies, I think, and then it's just Catwoman left. Oh. So, and yeah. because it's more campy and stuff like that too, now they're starting to Isn't bring Isn't there in, another like, villain in Batman Returns to there's Max Penguin? Shrek, Max Shrek, which is the uh, Christopher Walken's character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but he's yeah. just kind of like a corrupt politician mm-hmm. of sorts. And yeah. yeah. All right. So question 13 now. Tommy Lee Jones made his appearance in the Batman franchise in this movie with his portrayal of the character of Two-Face. Mm-hmm. However, Harvey Dent had been featured previously in the franchise. Who originally portrayed Harvey Dent in Tim Burton's Batman? Oh, God. Is it A, Billy D. Williams? B, Denzel Washington, C, Tom Selleck, or D, Robert Redford? C, Tom Selleck. It is A, Billy D. Williams. I have no idea. So Billy D. Williams, I wish you would have asked me because you probably would have known. Oh, okay. Billy D. Williams is the original Lando Calrissian. Oh, 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 really? Yes. Oh. So he was Harvey Dent in the first movie. Huh. They originally wrote Harvey Dent back for the second movie, but ended up not using him. Yeah, not casting him. Huh. Not using, no, well, not um, casting him, but they, di- they didn't oh, write him into Oh, not using him movie. in general. They didn't oh. write him into the movie. Okay. And then when it con- t- came time for Batman Forever, this is interesting. Um, Joel Schumacher didn't want Billy D. Williams in the cast. He didn't think right. he was right for it. Okay. But Billy D. Williams, in his contract for Batman, had it that if they ever did Harvey Dent or Two Face again, they had to offer him the part. So they bought out his contract for it. Oh. So he got wow. paid to not be in the yeah. movie. Yeah. Wow. But he still. Well, smart move on his part, yeah. Because he he probably took home a great check for that, and absolutely. not for not doing anything at all. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a smart move. But yeah, he wanted Tommy Lee Jones instead. He thought Billy D. Williams didn't fit the right the, yeah. the format of the movie that he was looking and, for. You know, Tommy Lee Jones isn't a bad cast either mm-hmm. for Two Face. Yeah, like at the time, you know, he's not a bad cast. Yes, yeah, I agree. All right, question: What are we on? Fourteen. Yes, 14. Yes, 14. Question 14. Jim Carrey was not the studio's original choice for the Riddler. Executives were convinced that they could get this actor to play the role. However, he was still upset about being denied a role for a previous Batman film and turned the studio down. Who is this actor? 
was it A, Michael J. Fox, B, John Cryer, C, Robin Williams, or D, Charlie Sheen? D, Charlie Sheen. Ooh, so close. Ah, uh, he it seems is like a guy that would hold Robin Williams. Really? So, this was a cool story that I read while doing this. Apparently, and this goes back to an earlier question I presented. Okay. When they were casting Batman, they were looking for options as the Joker, and Robin Williams was extremely interested in playing the Joker, hmm. and he was up for contention, but they wanted Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson was their first choice yeah. for playing that. Yeah, honestly. I but would... Robin Williams wanted the part so bad and so bad and, the, and was desperate to be in this movie, and they denied him the Joker. Wow. So they went back to him to play the Riddler in this movie, and he said no. I don't know if it was out of pride, out of spite. Uh, yeah. I don't know what if, it was. If you just wanted to do the Joker specifically, and yeah, Riddler, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. But he decided because they had turned him down previously yeah, that, that he wasn't going to do it, it again. I, I understand that, but at the same time, that's a little petty. I feel you know what I mean. In like, a way, at least definitely. they thought of you for the role. You mm-hmm. know, at least like I don't know. Yeah, I guess I would be upset if I went in for Batman. They said I couldn't do it either. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know. All right. So we're back to true or false. Okay. True or false? Batman creator Bob Kane was once quoted as saying that Val Kilmer was his least favorite Batman. Uh true. It is actually false. Really? It is, is quite this the opposite. He was quoted as saying Val Kilmer was his favorite Batman huh. in the franchise. He said that when he wrote Batman, that's the character he imagined. Val Kilmer. Was that, that portrayal of that. Um, huh. Which is, is super, super interesting, I feel like. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't care for Val Kilmer as Batman. Yeah, I guess I could, you know, I guess I see where he's coming from mm-hmm. for that. It, he's kind of got that kind of James Bond look to him. Yeah. So I guess at at the time when he's writing Batman, he would probably envision like a 007-esque. Kind yeah, of kind of like a smooth talker. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah, like good looking, um, uh, you know, James Bond always had the brown hair. Yeah. Like, like a pretty boy. Um, yeah, blue pretty eyes, boy. pretty boy. Huh. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting tidbit that about that. That is interesting. All right. So question 16. Batman Forever showed a major switch in the franchise, ditching the dark look for a more kid-friendly atmosphere. However, this wasn't Joel Schumacher's fault and came from pressure from executives and parents wanting a cleaner product for their audience. Mm. However... Which major Batman blunder is undoubtedly Joel Schumacher's fault? A, the terrible gadgets. B, the insistence to use Chris O'Donnell as Robin. C, C, Tommy Lee Jones' limited involvement in the film. Or D, bat nipples. Those are all such good choices. I have no idea. Fuck. 
That was so good. Th- oh. Think of the one that that really stands out. Oh, um, it's it's obvious. It's the bat nipples. It's bat it's nipples. It's the bat nipples. So in reading up on this, <laughs> see, it, it literally could be any of those. It could That's be any the of those. Thing. It's it it's a, yeah, yeah. That movie is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> the gadgets are horrible. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell's <laughs> Robin is way too. He's just My too... favorite scene with him still is when he steals the Batmobile and he's like, <laughs> he's like threatening those thugs. He's like, hey, stop threatening that lady. And they're like, who are you? And he goes, I'm Batman. And he. And they're like, where's your costume? He goes, oh, damn, I forgot to dress up. Stupid. What the hell? So stupid. Um, Yeah, so they... Some history is um, Batman Returns was so dark that they got a lot of... um, They got a lot of flack for that because they couldn't market it to people. So they couldn't, like, for... um, Like, they had a whole... Camp like a Happy Meal campaign mm. set for it and stuff, and once the movie came out and it, and was, it was so, so dark, dark and so crazy, mm. they they pulled it because they didn't want kids they're like kids being exposed to yeah. violence through the backlash and stuff like that. So that's why it started taking the direction it did, which okay. would kind of make sense in a that sense. Does make sense. However, Joel Schumacher, the nipples came the from nipples. he uh, he imagined. A Grecian god look for them. He wanted them to have like a modern oh, age, so ancient like, Greek look. So like Spartan armor kind of. Yeah, look, where they had the nipples in it. That's. But they, um, it just it didn't it didn't translate. It didn't translate it's well so at all. It's so bad. I know. Why would you put nipples on the bat suit? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so question. I'm Batman. <laughs> Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. <laughs> Here we go. That's the perfect intro to this. All right. <laughs> Question 17. We're about to get to the lowest of the low here. Oh, boy. Here we go. Producers of Batman and Robin. This one I've actually I've talked about quite a bit, so you might know it. Okay. Producers of Batman and Robin were not necessarily concerned with box office numbers, but with what major sale? A, toys. B, the rights to a sequel. C, the acquisition of a Justice League movie. Or D, Sony items with product placement. Uh, I think that one's easy. I think it's A. A. Toys, yeah. It was the marketing of because toys. Because the toys were made that. first, right? Yes. The yes. toys were made first. And that's what was marketed. That yes. was the appeal and the marketing to the kids was, you know it's going to be a train wreck when that's your basis. Yeah. That's, yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah. That's terrible. So terrible. So bad. It, it, it just shows kind of why... It yeah. just ended up on this. So, and, but, and that's but, completely ass Well, bet- between the backlash it received, when you read about the backlash that Batman Returns received, it yeah. starts to make more sense why it moved that way. I get it, yeah. But why not spend more time on just figuring out a product that's going to work, but mm-hmm. that's still being a good movie? Yeah. Yeah, and this, absolutely. Like, the facts within this one really show um, kind of how low it got through this whole thing. Okay, yeah. Cool. So that was the third question you got right. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> so we're at the three of seventeen right now. Three seventeen. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> so this movie is iconic in so many terrible ways. Oh boy. So many terrible ways. Batman and Robin was the first Batman movie of the franchise to receive this: a, a less than ten million dollar box office; b, no Oscar nominations; c, one star in the New York Times; or d. Negative feedback from all actors involved. 
I'm going to go with kind of the out-of-box one. I'm going to go with D. The negative feedback? Yeah, from all the actors. So that one is not it, but I could see that being super believable. Yeah. Okay. It was the first movie of the franchise to receive no Oscar nominations. Ah, really? Okay. Every, um, Every whether one it was for that? effects or makeup or I certain know things that. or music, even Batman Forever. There was yeah. an Oscar nomination. That's interesting. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, isn't that? I didn't know that until I did my research yeah, on this. Either. That's interesting. I thought Dark Knight broke down a lot yes, of barriers I with thought, that, yeah. and, and that's what because it was so good, it made me think of that. But then you realize, oh yeah, it's been living for a lot mm. longer than you know. Yeah. Um. Good. So that's a that that was a hard one because the movie. So yeah, the, I I made the hard on purpose. Though, no, right? yeah. The movie <laughs> is like also this movie's so bad you gotta. Like make it so that yeah. it's believable answers because it's so tragically bad. Holy shit! Um, it also received um, all the supporting cast got um, nominated for Razzies in that. Really? Um, which I don't know if you know what Razzies Not are, exactly. but they're the opposite of Oscars. They're your worst performance <laughs> in the movie. George Clooney <laughs> missed it. Everyone else got nominated for a Razzie. And it actually, they created a special category that you're in, put it in. Sometimes they put, um, they, they, um, they put in like a special category and it was worst destruction and endangerment oh. of human, or biggest destruction <laughs> and endangerment to human life. And it just like, but it wasn't like, I read it and I laughed at first because I was like, oh, they said that this was a threat to people's health. Yeah. And that's not what they meant. They just meant it as like the most destruction within a city in that movie. Oh, I see. Like I see. they should have brought it back for the Superman movie or for Man of Steel because they, really they would have yeah. would have got it oh nine times out of God. ten. Destroyed all of like a damn state. For no reason. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. So things weren't all that bad. In fact, one band went on to win a Grammy for a song written for the Batman and Robin soundtrack. What is the name of the band? Is it A, R.E.M., B, The Goo Goo Dolls, C, Smashing Pumpkins, or D, Coolio? I'm going to go with the most famous one out of that, The Goo Goo Dolls. Close. Um, So all these artists were on the soundtrack. But the the Smashing Pumpkins were the ones that received a Grammy. Yeah, I've never heard of them. I can't remember which which song they won it for. You would recognize some Smashing Pumpkins stuff if you heard it. Yeah. Um, They do a lot of really good. Okay. They do this one that's like, Disarm you with a smile. Can you like they want you to? <laughs> they use it for like a lot of like sad. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds. Familiar. I used to be a little boy, Billy Corrigan, who actually um, bought TNA and was one of the owners of TNA for a really long time. The, What's the TNA? wrestling company? Oh yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Okay. Wow. Um, okay. True or false? Or no? I actually skipped one. Can't okay. skip them. Can't skip. Can't, Can't skip them. Can't skip. <laughs> Um, okay, so we all know stunt work can be quite creative, right? Yes. But interestingly, during this, uh, during the uh, a making of documentary for this movie, this actor spoke of not ever working with Arnold Schwarzenegger while on set for Batman and Robin. Who is the actor? Is it A. Uma Thurman, B. Alicia Silverstone, C. George Clooney, or D. Chris O'Donnell? I'm gonna. Say- Hmm. Think of the question too. Yeah. 
We all know stunt work can be quite creative, but interestingly, during the making of documentary, this actor spoke of not ever working with Schwarzenegger while on the set of Batman and Robin. Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna go and think of the movie too. Yeah, think of what you know about the movie. I'm trying to think of who and who possibly. Yeah, yeah. Think of the yeah. Think of the possible choices. Oh man, I can't remember if he's in that fight or not. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with B. Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. Uh, she was wait 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 before I say that she was Batgirl right yes okay is it her it, this is gonna be crazy to you so wait uh, so it's not her are you locking it in take a second to think I won't tell I won't tell you just yet this is this this is one of those questions that you're like what if it's that outrageous then I'm I'm gonna go with George Clooney. Oh, so close. No, oh, my God. Really? Chris O'Donnell oh, God never worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger in person once while, while You know what? Because he's, he's not part of that Mr. Freeze fight, is he? He is. He is? It was a stunt double. They used, a, they do, used Arnold's double for all the scenes that he interacts with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger was never once That's in the why same I of room, it. and he realized. Wow. He realized it watching, and he was like, "Schwarzenegger wasn't there for that scene. He mm. didn't do that." And then afterwards, he was like, "Oh, I never actually yeah, worked with him worked at all." Him. That's funny. See, I was gonna say him because I didn't think he fought him at all mm. because he was trapped with poison ivy most of the time, mm. you know. So I was going to say him, but then I remembered he was in that freeze fight. So I was like, it can't that be. That was him. all, a, yeah, that was all a stunt double. He wow. Holy it. shit. That. Crazy. That, right? that sucks. Crazy. You know? I know. You're thinking, hey, I'm in a face. film with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Kind of. I never met him, though. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Only kind of. Only kind of, yeah. <laughs> all right. True or false? Arnold Schwarzenegger received top billing for this movie instead of George Clooney. Um. I'm going to go true. True. It yeah. is absolutely true. you got to think of where we were at the time, too. Yeah. It's 1998 or 99 when this movie comes out. It's Schwarzenegger season, baby. Oh, Terminators yeah. are oh, yeah. all in full swing. Predators in full swing. It's, uh, Arnold's the biggest superstar in the world. I need your clothes. Your clothes. Your Give clothes. them to me. Give them to me. Oh, my God. Um, also, George Clooney peed in the bat suit a lot during production. Because it took so long to get on and off that he just said fuck it a bunch of times and just peed right in the thing. That is disgusting. Disgusting and nasty and terrible. That's funny, though, because what was it? So uh, when Ben Affleck took the role over for Batman, Christian Bale had only one word of advice for him, and it was good luck luck going to the bathroom. He said it was so uncomfortable. He said, yeah. From what I saw. So funny. No, but there's that famous interview with Ryan Reynolds and um, what's his name? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, where they're in that interview for the space movie or whatever. Mm. And they ask him, like, is it great filming a movie about space because because you get to wear your socks? 
and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, my God, it is. Yeah, and then they, yeah, like, start really freaking nice. out. And uh, <laughs> was it Ryan Reynolds was saying, like, by the end of the day, I'm just ready to go home. And I'm like, can I just go home in this? Yeah. Like, is that fine? Can That's I fair. leave? <laughs> so funny. All right. But so yeah. we're at what? Four, we, that was four? So we're at four out of twenty-one, right? It was it four out of yeah. I think, I think it's, so. Yeah, we're at four out of twenty-one. Oh no, no, wait, yeah, four out of twenty-one. And I noticed I we're I we're one. about to catch back up because I only included four for Batman Begins, and I don't know how I did that, but we're about to be right oh, at the margin again. So we'll be back okay. at twenty-five. So we'll be okay. all right. Okay. So we're through the pit of despair. We went through the really <laughs> bad movies. We we got through all. All that. right. I know a little more about these movies. So we're on the good side. Yeah. It's in Chris Nolan's hands now. Okay. Okay. So which of the following films served as the major inspiration for the movie Batman Begins? Was it A, Gangs of New York, B, Star Wars Episode Four, C, Blade Runner, or D, Mad Max? Wow. Um, what was the first one? Uh, Gangs of New York, okay. Star Wars Episode Four, okay. Blade Runner, or Mad Max? Um, wow. Um... I I have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna say, thinking of kind of what it was like. I want to say Mad Max to be honest, but I think it's actually um um what was I gonna say? Blade Runner. Yes, Blade Runner. It is C Blade Runner. Yeah, yes. Yes. yeah, Blade Runner. It fits it better. Yeah, you you got to remember how futuristic that Blade Runner looks. Yes, like, kind of like the time period and the zone it's set in. Mm-hmm. So that served as like that style is what he wanted Gotham to look like. Yeah, Mad Max is apocalyptic. So like, yeah, you exactly. Got, you got yeah. less of that. Episode four, I just kind of threw in there. Gangs of New York is a historical film. Gotcha. So um, so Blade Runner is the most that would be like Gotham yeah. out of all of them. Um, I also gave you a gift, and I put two true or falses in this section oh, for you. thank you. All right. Whew. True or false. The tumbler found in Batman Begins is a real-life model of a military bear cat, and a special license had to be obtained from the military in order to use this car for the movie set. Ooh. Interesting. I'm going to say true. It's actually false. I mean, oh, it's super damn. elaborate. This, this is even cooler to me. They built the tumbler from the ground up. Oh, it's a real thing, though? They built it, yeah. Wow, that's cool. They built it themselves. I only said that because, what, in Dubai, they have the hover bikes. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I mean, I could see it be the thing. Yeah. Damn, that's interesting. Okay, but it works in everything? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a working, it's a full working Yeah, full working bike. Yeah, that's sick. Mm -hmm. All right. Which of the following back gadgets is based on real-life military technologies? Okay. Is it A, the grappling gun, B, the cape, C, the batarangs, or D, the sonar bat collar? The sonar bat collar. Oh, wait, wait. The bat collar? The collar, like the one yeah, that he okay, uses hang for— on. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'll say the collar, yeah. It is B, the cape. The what? So Britain uses, British military forces use capes that, or cloth that uses an electric current through it as cover during battles to keep people from like detecting certain movements and things like that. So they run the the same way the cape works, where the current makes it do certain things. Yeah, they do that same thing with those. 
Isn't that wild? Wow, that is wild. That's Holy so shit. cool. That's you never know the shit that's out there until yeah, you hear I about it. I would have never guessed that. Never. Holy shit. Never. Wow. Never. Okay, then. Uh, Holy shit. So cool. That is cool. What yeah. the fuck? I know. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> All right. It is wild. Wow. So true or false, Chris Nolan overshot, uh, oversaw every shot of the film himself to keep it current with the storyboards and didn't use a second unit whatsoever for this film. Do you know what I mean by when and I not say exactly what unit? a second unit? So yeah. a second unit is, you know how sometimes they'll have like the director and then they'll have like the AD do shots somewhere oh, else with people. I see. Yeah. So it was all one unit. So it was just Chris Nolan's unit. I'm gonna say that that that's true. It is true. Yeah, he I, overshot I every shot of the film himself to yeah. make sure that it was current with everything. I definitely believe. That. Yeah, yeah. That just shows the the attention the to detail and how yeah. amazing he is with that. Absolutely. Okay, time for the masterpiece. Got ten questions left. Ooh, the one that won the Oscar. So <laughs> this was the first one to the first superhero movie in general to win an Oscar, right? And that's for a good reason. Uh, obviously, I can't remember. I'm pretty I can't sure. Remember it's the, for sure, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure it's it the, yeah the first superhero movie that got um, that actually won an Oscar. Yeah, this is not a movie podcast. <laughs> it is not a movie podcast. <laughs> All right, so it's time for the masterpiece. All right. At this point, Nolan's attention to detail in these movies is undoubted. However, okay. Nolan made cinema history. By being the first director to film scenes in this format in Dark Knight. Is it A, 4D, B, fourth shot, C, IMAX, or D, multi-view? So, what is the fourth shot? Uh, it's like a f- four different angles across a room of a studio. So, you use like in, like it would be like in each corner. So that you could get like, oh yeah, you know. yeah. Hmm. Well, what was the last one? Um, it's forty four shot IMAX and multi view. What's multi view? Multi view is um, so that the director can view everything at the same time and just kind of like pick and choose. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm going to say the four shot. So I have no idea what fourth shot and multi-view was. Oh, God damn it. It was the first. I I didn't know what what was fucking (laughs) IMAX in the He was He was the first director to film scenes in IMAX format with Uh. IMAX cameras. Like for the big, big screen. Oh, so like cameras. Yes. Oh. So that it specifically okay. could be viewed for larger screens. Okay. That makes sense. So like scenes like the opening bank shot were filmed specifically in IMAX yeah. so that like people could get the full view. I thought like the style of shooting is really I know, bad. I know. I was like. I had to throw you so off. So four shot, I was thinking like, okay, four different cameras. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You dick. So the things... I didn't think of that on the spot, too. I was like, ah, what is it? Um, Okay. So so the things that could have been. 
We yeah. all know superhero crossovers are very rare, but this Avenger came very close to playing Harvey Dent at one point oh, in time. Who was the Avenger? Is it A, Chris Evans, B, Jeremy Renner, C, Mark Ruffalo, or D, Paul Rudd? Ooh, I'm stuck between two of them there. I'm going to say Jeremy Renner. It is actually C, Mark Ruffalo. Ah, that, those are the two I was stuck between. Mark Ruffalo. I wasn't Ruffalo sure if it was him or Mark Ruffalo. was very, very close. Damn. To playing okay. Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight. Oh, I thought Aaron Eckhart did an amazing job, though. I no, he did no a great one job. could have done yeah. better than he, he did. He did a great movie. job. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. All right. So question, what do we have? You Wait. asked me three, I think, so far. Three, three from this one. Yeah. No, two, for, two from this one so far. So this oh, is okay. The third. okay. So we're on question twenty-eight. Okay, so as if the excitement for this movie couldn't have been enough, the iconic opening bank high scene was shown to audiences in certain theaters before this movie in IMAX. What was the movie? Was it A. Inception, B. X Men Origins Wolverine, <laughs> C. Mad Money. Or D, I am legend. Think of the genre. Think of the time period. Yeah. When did fucking I am legend come out? That that didn't come out around. No. No. No, that wasn't the same time as Batman. Was No. No, no, it wasn't. Was it? No, it was okay. Um, I'm gonna say I don't know when Inception came out either. Fuck. Um. So what do I know? Due process of elimination. Yeah. Inception was like 2012, I think. And then, what was the Mad Money? I've never even heard of that. Mad Money um, was a movie with Katie Holmes. Okay. Katie Holmes. The original so, Rachel Dawes. I'm going to, yeah. Uh, hmm. I, I don't know. I'm going to say, yeah, I really don't. Think it's this, but I'm gonna say I don't know. Uh, Inception. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Not Inception. I, I you don't can't. Know. You're just. I'm, I don't know. It doesn't make sense that. <laughs> I I don't want to say. I, okay, let me change my answer. I'm gonna go with my gut. Is it I am Legend? It is I am Legend. It is. Yes, it is. What? Yes. I remember watching that movie with Dad before in, Dark Knight came in out. IMAX, I thought in IMAX. So when they were when you saw it in IMAX at the IMAX movie theaters, they played oh. they played the bank heist and they played a montage of certain things from Dark Knight. So they did a very similar thing with certain movies in the nineties um when Phantom Menace came out because Phantom Menace they showed a preview for in the theaters too. Okay. So certain Star Wars fans just bought tickets to certain yeah, to certain just movies to see it. just to see it and then didn't stay for the movie. So I Am Legend might have seen That's a fun. few um, yeah. sales and, based on that. And you know what? That makes sense because they had that 
scene in I Am Legend where it's on the billboard. Yes. And it's that Batman v Superman thing. Yes. You know, yep. or yep. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it really is. Huh. See, I. Uh, I was glad. So you, it was. Did, uh, they were both. They both came out around 2008. Around that time, I Am Legend came out a little bit before. A little before you, okay. Dark Knight, because they okay. showed the preview in that. So you think yeah. like you figure it came out probably a year before. That's why so. I didn't think it was a part. Is because it came out before Dark Knight. So I was like, there's no way like they came out around. The yeah, same they time. used it as a marketing. Yeah, they used it as a marketing. Yeah, thing. that's yep. surprising. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Good job. Thank Good job. You, you went oh, with your gut. Yeah. I know it was hard, but I was struggling Woo! over here. You should have seen me. I was stroking out. <laughs> All right. True or false? The Dark Knight received eight Oscar nominations, shattering the record for most by any comic book movie at the time. True. That's true. True. That's 100% Absolutely. true. The record holder before that was the movie Dick Tracy. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yep. You remember watching those shows? Oh, my God. Those, those were the best. You look back at, like, some of the racist characters they put <laughs> I know, in. right? Uh, Joe Jitsu. Oh, my God. Go, 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 man. Carol, please. Oh, fool. go, go, go. I swear to God, when dad mentioned Go Go Gomez, I thought like he was a fake character. So when I saw him in the show, I swear to God, I thought dad like wrote to the people. Yeah, yeah, that, that was it. It was like uh, Dick Tracy calling Go Go Gomez. And he was, yeah, Senior Tracy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Our buddy oh, boy. What was the what was the other one? This is Hebo Calories. This is calling Calorie. He always had a voice like that, but then he cracked. Calling Dick Tracy. Although like some of my favorite characters of all time have that style of voice, like the one kid <laughs> from The Simpsons who's always in everything. Yeah. Homer, you gotta pay for that. <laughs> um Okay, so question what are we on? Question thirty? Uh yes. Question thirty. The marketing team for Dark Knight had some really clever ideas to get people excited for the movie. One of these ideas included a website that would send fans on a scavenger hunt to find different media from the movie. What was the name of this website? One, or A, votefordent.com. B, wekillthebatman.com. C, findthebatman.net. Or D, whysoserious.com. I'm going to go with what sounds the most obvious. Is it C? Oh, you're so close. It was D, why so serious? Got to think specifically See, think that it, movie. Like they, they yeah, marketed it specifically really so it would be. I think a better thing would have been vote for dead. I think it would have been cool. cool. That would have been a cool I made man. all those other ones up so you know it's oh, coming really? from yeah. a Batman head mind. That was cool. Yeah, that, that would have been cool. Name. But that also came from, so they, they did. They put up a Harvey Dent website with a campaign. Oh, did right? they? So that was one of the marketing things they did. They put yeah. up a Harvey Dent website with a campaign, and then the website got vandalized one day. Oh, no way. By them. Oh. No, by them. By them? That was the marketing technique. Vote for Dent, and then all of a sudden, smiles are wow, written all over Dent's face, and like cool. things like that. So yeah. it got it got vandalized. So that's they did shit cool. like that. So they did WhySoSerious.com, dot com, and you follow mm-hmm. the scavenger hunt tech, um, things, and you got like exclusive pictures of the Joker yeah. or like exclusive clips and stuff like that's that. Cool. And you got to remember, we're in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Right. This so is it just wasn't blowing right. up. Right. Like you know, this is, like, but yeah. it wasn't blowing up. But it's also like. 
it's one of those things where if you found out about it, it's yeah, the coolest yes. thing in the world. That's an Easter egg. You're finding mm-hmm. an Easter egg like on the internet yeah. of that shit. Like that's cool. Like now everything gets leaked out in five seconds. Exactly. Yeah. Someone else is going to do it, and then you could look like five minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. So last but not least. All right. One of the crowd favorite scenes from Dark Knight Rises is Bane's appearance at the football stadium, shown wearing heavy winter wear. Shown wearing heavy winter wear throughout the stadium. What major weather event was this scene filmed during? In real life, A, a hurricane, B, a heat wave, C, a tornado, or D, a snowstorm? That's a snowstorm. So they did this scene wearing heavy winter clothing in the middle of a heat wave in Pittsburgh. Holy shit. Can you imagine filming that scene that day? Holy shit. So they were wearing how, this hot ass winter. Like, fall over. And I die. have no idea. Wow! But they like those Heat actors wave. had to have stayed hydrated. And if you're an extra on set that day, God yeah. bless you because that's a day. <laughs> wow, that's a terrible. I'm one. surprised there's like no sweat on them. I know scene. it's that's crazy. Amazing. Their fluffers did a good job. Plus, oh my God! Plus. The- the fucking football player shot. That must have been exhausting. Exactly. It oh really my god. Been. Yeah. That that's an incredible scene. It's a, it's such a good scene. Running, running and then all that turning just... around and everything's just destroyed uh, behind. You them. know, actually, fun fact: my old science teacher, Mrs. Newbeging, her mm-hmm. husband was a guy in that crowd. Oh really? Or, yeah. Remember how they're doing that slow pan across the crowd? Yeah. I guess uh, one of the people in there is her husband. That's cool. Yeah. That's really I'd love cool. to be a part of something like that. Yeah, that would be so cool. All right. So, Bane's theme in this movie, Dashi Basra, is an actual word for rise in what language? Is it A, Swahili, B, Mongolian, C, Kenyarwandan, or D, Moroccan? Keep in mind location, keep in mind certain dialect. I don't know. I don't really know. I know, like, where it takes place, but I don't know the area. Sure. Like, super well. I'm going to say maybe Moroccan. It is D, Moroccan. Ah, you got it. Ah, nice. Okay. Deshi okay. Basra is in Morocco's in Africa. So you got to think of, like, okay. and it's close to Egypt. So you think oh, desert. You think that yes. area. Yes. Okay. Right. So now it makes more sense, yeah, right? That does make more sense. So Deshi Basra. Is okay. the actual phrase for rise in Moroccan. Okay, cool. So they used that's it wasn't cool. just a dark night thing. It's a real, yeah. and I think that's really cool, like the oh, authenticity that, that appears to that. Isn't that what they chant when he's climbing out of yes. the fucking cave? I love that. It's so good. That's so good. All right, spoiler alert. The end of Dark Knight Ooh. Rises, Miranda Tate is revealed to be Talia al Ghul. What? Wow. Ah! This left some fans divided and confused. However, on rewatches of the movie, fans notice a visible link to both of them with the League of Shadows through this. Wait, both of who? Talia and Bane. Oh, both oh, are, oh both okay, Talia okay. and Bane to the League of Shadows. Throughout this movie. Yes, so okay. there's a visible link through this. Is it A, a triangular scar, B, a mutual hand gesture, 
See League of Shadows initials on the wall of Tate's office. Or D, repeated lines throughout the movie. Repeated lines throughout the movie. It is actually, so you're going to have to rewatch Dark Knight Rises now. It is A, a triangular scar. So if you notice, and it's very prominent. I remember, uh, doesn't Talia say, like, I got this scar doing something? She mentions something about a scar, doesn't she? Yeah, during During the the love love scene. scene, I don't remember seeing one A triangular scar during the bank scene. Watch next time. They do a very specific shot of Bane's head, and on the side of Bane's head is the same scar. So, it's a subtle, there's subtleties that mean that that's most likely the mark of the League of Shadows throughout that. But, Talia, to be fair, does, some of her lines are kind of references to certain things that, um, that Roz said in the first movie yeah. are similar to it yeah, and that's things why like I that. I thought it was similar lines. But... And you notice that like certain people are like, oh, there's a rat among everybody yeah. in, the, in that scenes. And Talia's always among the crowds in those scenes when something's Is happening. Is it during the scene where Bane just walks straight in, just grabs the guy and kills him? Oh, well, oh wait, no, no. I'm thinking of something else. No, I'm thinking yeah. of... Uh, when what's his name leaves him behind, and um, the one guy just like crushes his head. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember in the office, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah. I know brutal. what you mean. Yeah, um, Roland Daggett when, yes. when he kills Daggett. Yes. Or John Daggett, I think they call him in that movie. But oh really? It's it's really yeah. It's that's what it's a reference to is okay. Roland Daggett. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you're yeah. That's. I, I That's can't a crazy one. I got that. I should have went with Rupert Thorne. Mm. That would have been cool to see. I yeah, should have went with that. That would have been really, really good. Who can they get to play? I feel like what's his name? Who's playing? Eh, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say the guy that's playing Kingpin now could have done a good job. Vincent D'Onofrio, really. probably yeah. he might have done. He, he would have done a good job. It's just he doesn't they, really they could have fitted as well. Yeah, but they yeah. could have found a place for him somewhere. No, yeah, they really absolutely. All right. Danny DeVito might have been able to do that. <laughs> he could have at some point. <laughs> All right. Question 34. So we got two more. I hope this has been fun for you, too. It I has. Know that it's yeah. Been... This is okay. very informational. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This um, has. I figured as a Batman fan, too, it would be cool for you to oh, like yeah. learn certain things that you're like, really? And yeah. now you have it to be like, did you know that? No, exactly. This yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. So question 34. When Selena Kyle disappears in Dark Knight Rises, Batman iconically remarks, so that's what that feels like. Which comic book storyline is this sequence directly taken from? Is it A, Nightfall, B, Kingdom Come, C, Long Halloween, or D, Hush? What's that second one? I don't think I've heard of that one. Kingdom Come. Yeah. What the hell is that one? Um, so what's the first one, Long Halloween? No, that was the second one, wasn't or third, third. Sorry, first, right? uh, first is Nightfall. Second is Kingdom Come. Third is the Long Halloween, okay. and fourth is Hush. Yeah. See, use use process of elimination yeah. for this one. I feel like. I, 
I'm going to say Kingdom Come only because that I've never heard of that one. It is Kingdom Come. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. It's an Elseworlds story about oh. um, a, a superhero named Magog or Magog. I think I think it's Magog is how it's pronounced. Okay. But he – um, he's on trial for killing all the super villains, basically. Oh, he has wow. no qualms with killing any of them. Okay. Um, but that's what that's taken from is a sequence between huh. Catwoman and, and Batman from yeah. that story, which is very, very cool. Huh. So that's a very little known comic book one that yeah. they threw in there. Yeah, because I don't remember her being in – was she in, even in Nightfall? Um, yes, yeah, she is, but she's – she doesn't have like a huge role. No, she's yeah. not like she's not really against Batman through the whole right, thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Batman's not even there. She, could, the, she comes well, in not the real Batman. She anyway. pretty much comes in when um, Bane's already taken over. Oh, okay. But she's she's involved in the storyline. She's involved when um, so when she, John Paul's. Yeah, and, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All that. Um, all right. Question thirty-five. True or false? The actual plane used in the movie by the CIA operative to perf- to transport Dr. Pavel later crashed almost a year after the film was released. Dr. Pavel, wait, hang on. Was the that? opening sequence, you know, with Bane. Oh, 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 yes. It, it's a later crash? That it later crashed a year after filming. I'm going to say true. This is true. Wow, The really? actual plane used in the movie by the CIA operative to transport Dr. Pavel later crashed almost a year later after, after wow. the film was released. The aircraft crashed on June 29, 2013 in Botswana. Both the pilot and the co-pilot were killed in the crash. Oh, that's sad to hear. But wow. how I – like yeah, the irony of the, the plane getting shot down or being put yeah. down and then like – Within all of the like, that's just it's. It would have been weird if it broke in a similar way, mm. and then they were like, "Well, how did this happen?" You know, mm. <laughs> all of a sudden it's actually real. Yeah, I know. All right, let's hit the bonus questions real quick. Nope. You did really good. Yes. You did really based on what I gave I mean, you. I you missed did very 17. good. <laughs> you missed seventeen, but you got a good amount of them. I did. I did. Yeah, you got a good amount of them. You ended oh. up. You rounded yourself out really, yeah, really well. Yeah, like that. I said, in, like you said before, I thought it was going to be like about the movies. Mm-hmm. Well, this wow. one. So this first That's bonus question is based directly on the trilogy, and no problem. Oh, okay. This. Okay. Who is the only? Batman villain to reprise his role in all three movies of the Batman trilogy. Oh, uh, I I don't know the uh, actor's name, but just it's Scarecrow. Villain. It's Scarecrow. Yeah, it's Scarecrow. Yep. Scarecrow is the only the villain to make one. to make an appearance in all three yeah. of them, which is very cool. I, I think, think I think it's yeah. great. I think the the way they used him in those uh, specifically I, was very very well. I love that last scene mm-hmm. with him. That uh. You think we're gonna be? You think we're gonna be cast out into that frozen uh, wasteland? We'll take death. And he goes, "So it's death by, by exile." exile. So <laughs> and he slams in. So I good. Love that. Death so by exile. Stupid. So it's death by, by exile. exile. <laughs> Amazing. That's great. All right, and the final bonus question I have. All right. So we all know actors do screen tests through their whole thing. Right, yes. Robert Pattinson, for his screen test for Batman, was put in a Batman suit, worn in another movie. Only only one 
previous Batman's costume would fit him, and that is the one he used for the screen tuss and as the working one before receiving his actual costume. I think I know this. Which Batman's costume did he wear? I want to say it was um, the original, um, the like Batman, the suit. I think. Wait, wasn't that one? Who who was the one, the guy that did the Batman, or the the like first one, Batman? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. So you got. Oh wait, wait, hang on. No, because he's coming back. Wait, I got a lot of suits. So think, Are there choices? Well, you think you've got yeah. – just from the previous Batmans, you've got Michael Keaton, you've got Val Kilmer, you've got George Clooney, or you've got Chris Nolan. Think of height with Robert Patterson too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought I knew this one, but I don't think I do anymore. So wait. Hang on. What did um, – what movies did Val Kilmer do? Other than Batman Forever, or no? I was thinking yeah, yeah, Batman thinking Forever. He did Batman Forever. He did Batman Forever. And that was the one directly after Returns. Fuck. I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna say uh, Michael Keaton's. He used Val Kilmer's suit for the oh! test. Yeah, you were oh so God. close, so close. I I thought he, oh, damn it, I thought he said that he used Michael Keaton's, but I might be thinking of the Michael Keaton coming back. No, yeah, that's that's what they're well, there's speculations that Flash is going to have him coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's confirmed. He, yeah, yeah, he's supposed. So it sounds like they're doing like a Flashpoint paradox kind that's of thing. That's cool, and uh, he's going to be coming back as Batman in that. Nice. Yeah. Well, very good, Ben. You nailed that. Yeah, I, I guess. You didn't get tickets to the movie, but, you know, there's always next time. There's always next time. I, I, I hope you had fun doing that. I, I really did. Do that it. was a lot of fun. I, oh, my God. I'm mad at some of those questions. I know. Some of them are so weird. Some of them are so Have fun funny. dreaming about Eddie Murphy playing Robin tonight. What the hell? Donkey! Yeah, <laughs> Stupid. What the hell? Yeah, no. And bizarre. What's his name? Holding a grudge. Uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams. I know. So weird. What? Uh, That's crazy. All right. Well, I'm going to let you know how this movie is this week. Yes, Um, please do. I think we're going to be back on Friday this coming week because I want to try to get Cheese Man back on. Ah, yes. Cheese Man's been killing and streaming, by the way. Again, twitch.com slash Steve, the number four cheese. He's been killing it again. He's been Mm -hmm. doing really good. He did a music stream today. He'll be back on Tuesday. He'll be back on Thursday, and he'll be back next Saturday as well. Sweet. Um, You can catch Ben every Wednesday on What's Going On with Tyler uh, because they're killing it over there, and they have a really, really fun show. Um, You can catch us every Sunday. Um, we will be back next week. Ben, you'll probably be if you're free next Friday. You're more than welcome oh, to come well, back with you. us too. So yeah. you can you can do whatever your little heart desires. Yeah, you, you know you're it. always welcome on here. <laughs> you got it. Uh, but for now, we're gonna sign off and All end right. this episode the same way we end every one of them. Yeah. One, two, three. See, see ya. ya.